Welcome to Want to Want It, a podcast for women of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelyn Steffen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hello, and welcome to the podcast today. I want to talk today about the fact that you are normal, that when it comes to your level of sexual desire, you are normal. I, of course, lived a lot of years of my life believing that I was broken because I didn't want to have sex as much as my husband did. And frankly, I think my husband thought I was broken as well. In the long ago past, sex was always studied with men being the primary focus, meaning men were set kind of as the standard. They kind of became the normal that all the studies would be measured against. So, of course, when you look at the majority of women and their libido and compare it to the majority of men or what is normal for a man, women are going to look abnormal. They're going to look like they do not desire sex right and that they kind of do this wrong but i love emily nagoski she's an author and she wrote for a long long time women's sexuality was viewed as men's sexuality light basically the same but not quite as good now more recent studies about sexual desire are actually studying women against women using women as the norm when they are studying women and sexuality but most of us grew up in a world with kind of that old science, and therefore we've been fed the narrative that men's sexual desire is right and that a woman's sexual desire is wrong unless it looks like a man's. Now, I know there are women out there who have a higher libido than their husband. This does actually happen. And I know that this dynamic can be super awesome for some couples, but I know that it can also be hard because I I recognize that sometimes it leaves a man feeling like he isn't normal and needs to get help. And sometimes it actually can create in women this feeling like maybe I'm not as virtuous or good as other women who claim to want sex less than me. And so that is a really difficult dynamic as well sometimes for people. So for the purpose of this podcast, I'm going to focus on women that would consider themselves to be the lower desire partner in their marriage. I just wanted to point out that it isn't necessarily any easier to be the woman who has a higher desire than their partner either. Just know we live in a world that has trained us to always see how we just aren't right or normal, no matter what our sexual relationship looks like. So you may have that message running through your head more often than not, because it just kind of seems to be how we want to tell people in the world that their sex and the way they do sex and the way they feel about sex is all wrong. Okay, so for many years, using men as this standard or is what we would consider sexually normal, it really is no wonder then that both men and women believe that if you have a lower sex drive than your partner, something is wrong. Because men have orgasm when they're having intercourse, it's just assumed that women should as well. Otherwise, they must be broken. Or, you know, men commonly experience something that's called spontaneous desire. So they just kind of can out of nowhere almost feel this spontaneous desire and so it's just assumed that women should as well and if she doesn't then she must be broken 
So it is really easy to believe that because your desire isn't the same as your husband's or you don't orgasm as fast or consistently or at all, then there's something wrong with you. Or maybe you've had past sexual trauma and therefore you're broken and there's something wrong with you. And this narrative is just always running through our heads and sometimes through our marriages. We've also been told the lie that if you were really compatible and really in love and really attracted to one another, then you would both feel the exact same way about sex all the time. And by exact same, I really mean you would feel exactly like your husband feels all the time. But most of the time, that's just not true, right? It's just a false reality that we want to promote in the world, but it's just not true. Your sexual desire doesn't necessarily reflect your compatibility or your attraction for each other. Most of the time, when women kind of squeamishly or quietly whisper a question about sex to a friend or a therapist, what they really want to know is, am I normal? Because we fear so much that we are not normal or worse, that we are actually broken never to be normal, even if we wanted to be. So I have met with several women, obviously, about this topic in my coaching practice and outside in social situations. And I will tell you, when a woman shares her concerns with me about what she thinks is wrong with her sexually, I see a visible change in her countenance and in her posture when I say, oh, that's totally normal. And at first, she might not totally believe me, but once we've talked for a while and I can kind of give her examples about other people and really how normal she is, it's just like I've taken a huge weight off of her shoulders because we really want to believe that we're normal and not broken. And we want to feel hopeful about something we've really been feeling hopeless about. So I want to share some of that hopefulness with you. I want you to know the good news that you are normal. And really, barring any genuine physical problem that honestly needs treatment or care from a physician, what you experience when it comes to sex is normal. Because the truth is, we're all different. Even though we as humans are made up of the same basic parts, we just are not put together completely identical. We look different, we think different, we experience the world differently, and none of it is right or wrong, it just is. Therefore, what is for you is normal. Because there really is no scientifically stated normal sexual desire. If you want sex every day or once a year or any other frequency in between that, you're normal. If you never think to initiate sex or you initiate all the time or somewhere in between that, you're normal. If you never orgasm during intercourse, you are normal. If you have a lower sexual desire than your husband or vice versa, you are normal. And I just can't stress this enough. And here's why. When a woman believes that she is sexually broken or abnormal, what she is really saying is, there is something wrong with me and it may be something unrepairable. And this is going to leave her feeling some really negative emotions about herself and her body and her sexuality. One of these emotions that comes up is shame. And another one is hopelessness. So shame is going to tell us that there is something innately wrong with us. It tells us how unworthy we are, how unlovable we are. It will keep us always watching for how we just aren't quite right, right? Like we're just not normal. And it's a super powerful anti-aphrodisiac. 
So if you genuinely want to feel differently about sex, you have to stop shaming yourself about it. I trained as a life coach through the Life Coach School with Brooke Castillo. And she would always say, you can't hate yourself skinny. And I think this applies to every area of our lives. I think it applies to sex. You cannot hate yourself to sexual desire. You can't shame yourself to feeling more desire. It just will not work. The more you tell yourself you are not normal or are broken, the more shame you're going to feel, the less sexual desire you will feel. The other negative emotion that I mentioned that people can get caught in is is the hopelessness. And when we feel hopeless, we give up on our sexuality. We start to say things like, well, this is just who I am and there's nothing I can do about it. And frankly, I just don't care anymore about sex. Hopelessness is a desire killer. You will find that all of the negative emotions you feel about yourself and sex actually hold you back from feeling desire. So I want to tell you that you and your sexual desire are normal and perfect exactly as they are right now. And I want to give you permission to believe this or to at least practice believing it until you do. And P.S., Your husband, he does not have to believe you're normal for you to believe it. He can keep his old school beliefs for now. Don't worry about trying to convince him that you're normal. You don't have to worry about that. I just want you to worry about convincing yourself, working on the possibility that just maybe you are normal. And just remind yourself that there is no normal level of sexual desire or way or time to orgasm. There's no normal amount of sex a couple should be having. There's no normal time frame in which you should have healed from past sexual abuse or trauma. And if your sexual desire doesn't match your husband's, guess what? You are normal. So I remember the day when I suddenly asked myself, what if my level of sexual desire was something that I was born with, like something genetic, like green eyes or size nine feet? I don't think it's abnormal that I don't have the same eye color or the same size of feet as other people. I totally accept that we are all different and that blue eyes are normal and so are green eyes. So I just kind of thought like, what if I look at my sexual desire like that? Even though I know it isn't necessarily a genetic trait, when I look at my desire right now as normal, like everybody else's is because it's just what it is right now, just like my eyes are green, What happened in that moment was I just opened myself up to accepting who I was and my desire exactly as it was right then. And I could just feel in my body like, oh, yeah, if it had always just been a genetic trait, I just would have always believed this is just normal. There is something about kind of looking at it as like, this is who I am right now. And it just is what it is. And I'm normal. And this was a really big first step for me on my journey to creating a sexual relationship that I really loved. And part of it was changing my sexual relationship with myself. So I first chose to believe I was normal. And then once I really believed that, then I could start to deliberately decide what I wanted to create for desire. I just want to end this podcast with my favorite quote from Emily Nagoski, which says, women aren't broken versions of men. They are women. Please keep that in mind as you embark on your own journey of loving yourself better and accepting how normal you really are. 
Till next week, I'll see ya. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelandstephancoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelandstephancoaching.com.